Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Sounders FC Soccer on 1090 KJR, KFNQ AM, and KJAQ HD3 Seattle. Here from Lumen Field, your Seattle Sounders getting their first victory of the 2022 MLS regular season. The final score, 3-2 to two over the LA Galaxy. What a game that went back and forth. Galaxy scored very early on in the sixth minute. You get back-to-back -back goals uh, in the 17th from Jordan Morris and then in the 45th minute right before halftime from Freddie Montero on a penalty kick. Galaxy came right back at the start of the second half. They got a goal uh, and they equalized this match 2-2 and then in the 72nd minute, Alex Roldan sent in a perfect cross. Back to Alex Roldan, whipped in towards the far post. Header on target and in! This time, Arriaga makes no mistake. They looked across to the assistant referee and he said he's onside. The Sounders have the lead again. And that is our Emerald Queen Casino play of the match. The play of the match each week is presented by Emerald Queen Casino, the betting capital of the Northwest. My name is Jackson Feltz here for the post-match show alongside Danny Jackson. We're here for the next half hour to break this whole thing down. And the Sounders' first win of the year, Danny. Uh, great to see out there. It was a wild and weird game at many parts, but at the end of the day, it's 3-2 final. Well, fun game for the neutrals for sure, and I think for Brian Schmetzer, all that mattered today was getting three points, right? And, and however it came... Um, he would take it. Uh, in the case of the Sounders, they were outplayed in, in, in good spells of the game. I think LA Galaxy looked very strong from the first minute, and, uh, and they caused the Sounders a lot of problems. Hit the post, hit the crossbar, had a lot of chances to deliver the ball with quality in the box, and uh, they're going to be a tough opponent as they go through the year. They'll continue to get better and better, and today I think they'll feel aggrieved a little bit in terms of not getting something from the game. And you know, But the Sounders will certainly walk into that dressing room really thankful for three points and in the end of the day when you're looking for that first win of a season and we talked about it off air just before we came on you look at CONCACAF getting multiple yeah. clean sheets getting goals there they needed to transition that play into MLS and losing a couple of games by one goal not scoring in the first two obviously they'll be pleased um, to get the three points and get a couple of goals and and keep the uh, what it was a almost full house I think today uh, go have them go away really happy. You have 34,000, just nearly 34,000 here in the building today. It started as a beautiful day. The sun was out. The gray skies have taken over. We know it's going to be rainy here for like the next five days. Yeah. Uh, but the rain held off, and it was a, a really nice day for soccer here at Lumen Field where your Sounders get the 3-2 win. And, and to kind of go off that last point there and, and bring the conversation we were just having off the air onto the air, you know, you look at, at, at MLS action, just MLS, and CONCACAF is what it is. You got the uh, two wins there in terms of the 5 nothing over Matagua, the 3 nothing there over Club Leon on Tuesday. But just MLS action, these three games. Losing one nothing to Nashville on just a brain fart. Losing to RSL after a two-hour weather delay and a goal where you're clearly cut off after a two-hour delay. And then you have this 3-2 win where you're right, the Sounders were absolutely outplayed for portions of this game. It's sort of, when you look at the whole picture, Sounders currently sit with three points. Three points does seem fair for where we're at right now in the season. It, it does, but I think if you look at the Nashville game, Nashville came in with a game plan. Uh, they played uh, 
tight defensively, had four midfield players that played close by their back four, and they really squeezed the Sounders, and the Sounders just couldn't get through. They didn't have the imagination in that game to break Nashville down and really didn't test Willis in goal. And RSL, as you mentioned, you know, both teams had that two-hour delay, certainly not just the Sounders. Um, and they challenged the goalkeeper a little bit more, had some shots from distance. I think um, Reed had a shot from distance. He made a good save. Same with, I believe, Montero as well. And But the Sounders couldn't break through. And today, you know, again, against the run of play at times, they managed to seek a couple of goals. We've got, obviously, a PK. I think Freddie Montero's quality showed not just on his PK again, scoring another goal from the PK spot, but also the ability to ability to take that ball down uh, on his chest, swivel, and then force um, a tackle from, from the Galaxy to cause that, that PK. So, you know, the Sounders have always been one of those teams that kind of slowly gets going in the year. We've, yeah. We saw it last year where they really got going quickly, went on a tab uh, with that new 3-5-2 formation, and I think it was 14, 15 games um, on, the, on the spin, and that really set them up to get them into the playoffs because they slowed down as, as the season went on. But Brian will be happy with three points, but there's certainly things to be a little concerned about. If you look player for player, man for man, the Galaxy really did take control of the game. And the Sounders found it really hard to manage tempo, control the game. We talked about it at halftime. And, uh, and Brian will have to really break down things and see how you know, the Sounders can tweak uh, their game plan, game plan going in to the next game because for the most part other than Ladero, Rui Diaz which obviously huge misses you know it's hard to kind of replace those guys but you have Montero you have Rusnek um, to, to kind of fill in so the Sounders are going to have to find a way to kind of try to control games but you know three points is three points and then the other big headline you mentioned Ladero and Rui Diaz the other yeah. big headline coming out of this game is in the 52nd minute Yamar Gomez Andrade has to come out Jackson Reagan comes in does a good job yep first but, touch long range pass great pass but we're talking about an international player for Colombia a very very talented guy in Yamar Gomez Andrade who since he's been here has been that rock center back that the team was looking for after the departure of Chad Marshall he has been that guy so who knows his situation? Certainly Brian Schmetzer at his post-game press conference. That will be the big question. How is he doing? We saw a bunch of ice on him, but that right there is a big headline. It's a challenge because he came in slow beginning of last year, but really kicked on, obviously an MLS All-Star, got called up to the, the Colombian national team after a number of years out. So had a stellar year last year, came in, looked fit, looked healthy, looked strong. And then when you play back into a four, you're always talking about partnerships, right? There's two centre-backs are so vital to solidifying a foundation for the team to work from. And, you know, offensively, we've seen players come in. Freddie coming in and really doing a great job, getting goals on the board in replacement of Rui Diaz. You know, kind of shifting things around a little bit to offset Ladero's uh, missing from the, from the lineup. But, you know, the one area that you're a little concerned about is if you stick with the four, who plays or who fills in if one of Ariaga? or Yamar goes out. Yeah. That's going to be a headache for Brian, you know, to match up because I think Jackson Reagan, as you mentioned, came in, did well. They shifted two or three, looked comfortable in that spot. But playing in a two and a four, the way that the Sounders need to play, where Alex and Nuhu push forward, it does isolate those two sometimes on the break. And without two experienced players, it can be a bit of a challenge. And, you know, Ariaga has done... He's been up and down in his performances, I think, over his spell with the Sounders. But the really, Brian's going to really have to lean on him now 
to really be kind of um, the foundational piece of that back four. I'm sure there is a lot of fans listening, kind of working the problem in their heads right now. Could they do this? Could they do this? Yeah. And the first thought may be, well, could you go back to the back three and sure. could you shift Nuhu back? Okay, well, here's the problem with that. Then who's your left wing back? Could you throw Kellen Rowe out there? Jimmy Madron is currently hurt. And then what's the depth at that position? There isn't a lot there. So certainly, if Gomez Andrade is out extensively, if Gomez Andrade is out extensively, Brian's going to have some, some different things that he and Freddie Juarez and that coaching staff are going to have to figure out. I think the challenge is, is when you set your stall up to play it back into a 4-2-3-1, which is obviously, other than last year's being Brian's way of playing, if you have one guy missing and you have to then restructure your entire lineup around one player in one position, um, that's difficult. And actually, oh. maybe a challenge that, that Brian and, and the backroom staff need to figure out. Yeah. Well, we will see what happens. But it is good news. You know, there was that injury that certainly is a headline, but it is good news. The Sounders getting a 3 2 win today here at Lumen Field. It's the first victory of the year. They now have one win and two losses, three points on the season, which is great. In terms of MLS action, we're talking about the MLS season so far. We'll get to CONCACAF here in a little bit. Uh, but in terms of MLS, they will now play next Sunday in Austin. Then there will be a week break. Uh, and then after the week break, we have the next home match here at Lumen Field. That will be on April 9th here at Lumen, where the Sounders will be hosting FC Cincinnati, which is a great chance for the Sounders to get some more points. Uh, you can get your tickets at soundersfc.com slash tickets. Kickoff on that Saturday, April 9th, will be at 7 p.m. pre-match show at 6.30. Broadcast details to come. And the April 9th match is presented by Primera Blue Cross. Primera Blue Cross, always in your corner. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and give you our Toyota man of the match. That's going to be a discussion we gotta, we're going to have to have. Uh, we'll talk about what this means for CONCACAF on Thursday and, and continue looking back to what is a great 3-2 wild victory here today at Lumen Field. More next on Sports Radio 1090 KJR. You're listening to Sounders FC Soccer on 1090 KJR. I had forgotten all about taking care of business. For those who don't know, this is the first time we're actually hearing it in 2022. Craig, you can keep this rocking for a little bit. Uh, for those who don't know, every year on the postgame show, every time the Sounders win, we come back and we hear taking care of business, Bachman Turner Overdrive, because the Sounders took care of business today. They got the win. It was a wild match. There was points in this game where we didn't know how this thing was going to end. It could have ended five to six. You know, there was moments where we thought it could have ended. But at the end of the day, it's a Sounders win. It's three to two. And the Sounders pick up the victory. And it's time for today's Toyota Man of the Match. We're kind of going back and forth here. Uh, there's a lot of players you could choose from. It really was a team effort today. Uh, specifically, I'm going to go Nuhu for one specific moment, and I believe it was about in the 75th minute, there's an attack building on the right side here, and they're all kind of working forward. You see Alex working forward, Christian working forward, and as they kind of get into the final third, we look back to the midfield, and we see Nuhu on the left side in the middle of the park, standing behind the entire play with his arms up, waving for the ball. Uh, for making me laugh outrageously in the press box um, and giving me that moment of brightness here uh, today, I'm going to give Nuhu the man of the match. It could have gone with many people, but, uh, uh, but Nuhu certainly gave that entertaining moment. Uh, and I think it was when Diego Costa got subbed out. He's probably celebrating. <laughs> you don't have to deal with this guy was actually right around the yeah. Same time. <laughs> saying bye-bye. He wasn't waving. He was waving goodbye to Diego Costa. Because how about that? Yeah, Costa goes out, and then yeah, the Sounders take the lead. And 
Uh, and yeah, they, they're not able to have the Brazilian playmaker on the field there for, for, for that final stretch there, which was certainly good for the Sounders. Uh, I'll mention that your local Toyota dealers are proud to present today's Man of the Match. Um, and Danny, one of the things we were just talking about here is, is this kind of schedule situation for the yep. Sounders, where they played you know, the Saturday in RSL, and then Tuesday here at Lumen against Club Leon, and then today here, Saturday, against the Galaxy. Then they'll play Thursday in Mexico, yeah. and then Sunday in Austin. It's, it's a bunched-up schedule, but, but it is advantageous, no? Well, it gives the guys who are going to be playing in those games some, a little bit more break, right? It allows Brian to put his strongest team out against Leon on Tuesday, got a result. Similar, very similar team, uh, same team, same lineup uh, today because of that additional rest, playing home-on-home games. And then, of course, Saturday through Thursday gives the, the, the players enough time to regenerate and recuperate for that game, which will be a different challenge, right? You're going to uh, a, a hostile environment. It's always tough to play in any, um, any of those stadiums down there, especially when a team's got their back against a wall. They have to come out. The Sounders are going to have to absorb pressure. And then the, 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 the difficult game is, of course, going to have to go down to Texas. Mm-hmm. I assume they're probably going to stay down there yeah. uh, and maybe spend a couple of days uh, in Texas after being in Mexico. So Austin having a great year so far. Um, it's going to be a challenge for the Sounders, but then they get a couple of weeks off. So, you know, the Sounders know how important Leon is. Brian has made that very clear. Certainly seen it with the run so far. They've been successful. Clean sheets, Montagua, Leon. They're going to have to have a little bit of that team effort, as you mentioned, that they had today in terms of really um, pushing through the result to kind of grind out something down there. And you could probably see that the plan was before Yamar Gomez Andrade's injury today, yeah. and once again, he went out in the 52nd minute. Jackson Reagan came in and did a great job. But the plan was probably to, to roll with the same lineup and then rotate heavily at Austin. You know, almost almost a lineup where you played in Austin last year, where you started a bunch of teenagers and they won, right? So you never know. But, but you know, now we'll see how similar to today's starting lineup goes on Thursday. I think at some point you go game by game right so yes I agree if depending on on the health of the team coming out of this game they'll play the strongest lineup they can right. on Thursday and then Brian will look at it and think okay we got to win in MLS we can't throw a half team out there again and lose we don't want to be going down three losses one win let's grind it out let's see how long the starting lineup can go again depending on health coming out of Thursday's game and then you know, bank on the subs who came on, which they did today and came on, did a good job. You mentioned Jack- Jackson Reagan. I thought Kellen Rowe did another another um, good good minutes for the Sounders in central midfield, really solidified uh, that, that, that middle of the field. And then, you know, Will Bruin coming back on and doing actually think what he needed to do, which would lead the line, use his body, hold the ball up, did a decent job as well. So, you know, I think Brian, other than the health of the team and, and the question mark around a couple of players, I think he's going to try and put his strongest lineup for the next couple of games with the, with, with the knowledge that they'll have a couple of weeks off uh, thereafter. That's absolutely right. So they'll play Sunday in Austin, but before that, the Sounders' next game is against Club Leon there on Thursday, March 17th. Uh, it's at Estadio Leon there in Mexico. Kickoff is set for 5.30 this coming Thursday, so pre-match will be at 5 o'clock. I believe that's on 1090 KJR. Uh, so 1090 KJR on this station will have Sounders and Club Leon here coming up on Thursday, so make sure to watch and listen for that. You can listen, right as I mentioned, 1090 KJR. Uh, you can check the Sounders FC schedule at soundersfc.com slash schedule for additional broadcast details as the match approaches. So it's a busy week coming up. We'll also have Sounders Weekly coming up on Monday at 8 p.m. over on uh, 950 KJR. 950 and, by the way, uh, that is now also on FM. We are now Sports Radio 
104.3 KJR FM. So if you, you're used to listening to, to Sounders and used to, used to listening to KJR on 9.50 AM, make the switch over. Hit your audio right now, whatever you're doing, just quickly in our next commercial break, go over and change your preset in your car for your FM stations. Make that number one, 93.3 KJR FM. We are now on FM as well. Uh, make sure you make that switch. But once again, the match on Thursday, you can listen here on 1090 KJR. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Continue to talk about this 3-2 win here at Lumen Field. Uh, continue to look ahead as well. More next on Sports Radio 1090 KJR. You're listening to Sounders FC Soccer on 1090 KJR. Welcome back to Lumen Field where your Seattle Sounders came out victorious today. First win of the Major League Soccer regular season, 3-2, the final over the LA Galaxy. Galaxy scored early in this one. They got a sixth-minute goal from Chicharito. Uh, you know, it was, it was a run-in that defensively just caught sleeping and, and able to, to work it around to Chicharito, who puts it in the back of the net. Jordan Morris scored in the 17th minute, Danny, on, on what was a, a weird, messy play where the corner comes in. It's flicked on by a Christian Roldan, and, and I'm not sure if Jordan gets the final footer or if it's an own goal. Uh, that itself was, a, was an odd play in front of goal. Well, again, it goes back to our comments at the very beginning of this post-game. It doesn't matter where it comes from, right? I mean, you can talk to any Ford who's, uh, or any team that's struggling to score goals at any given time. It doesn't matter how it goes in. It goes in. Yeah. And, and the Sounders haven't necessarily over, ye- over the years been you know, dangerous from set pieces. And today, you know, scored one, actually scored two from, from Oriago as well and hit the post. So, you know, the delivery is always, it's always about the quality of delivery. And I think for all those chances and all those goals, it was the quality of the delivery that causes problems for the defense. And uh, for the Sounders, thankfully, they managed to get two in the back of the net. Yeah, that quality from Alex Roldan in that cross. It was a phenomenal yeah. cross there from Alex Roldan. Uh, that was Ariaga's goal that went in in the 72nd minute. Sounders also got a goal on a penalty from Freddie Montero in the 45th plus two on, on a situation where there looked like there was some disagreement there over who was going to take the PK. Uh, Freddie Montero ends up taking it. He ends up putting it in the back of the net. Galaxy scored right after the second half started. Uh, but as you mentioned there, Javier Ariaga gets the winner there in the 72nd. And the Sounders come out with a 3-2 win. Uh, Sounder fans Sound Transit would like to remind everyone to obey all signs and signals when around train tracks. Light rail trains are quiet and come in both directions, so stay aware and play it safe. I'll also tell you before we get to our final topic tonight that Sounders FC Soccer is brought to you by Boeing. Looking for a unique career in aerospace? Apply now at boeing.com careers. Also brought to you by Sharp Vision Modern LASIK, the official LASIK provider of Sounders FC, and by Michelob Ultra. 95 calories and 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Uh, so, Danny, we talked about it. The Sounders' next action will be on Thursday down there in Mexico. And one question that I talked about with, with Stefan Fry and with Freddie Montero at training yesterday was I asked both of them the same question, where, okay, you're going into a second leg where you're leading 3 to nothing. You have a massive, massive lead. What's the mentality? What's the messaging like? Steph responded by saying that's... He basically shook off the question, saying that's... That he didn't say it's ridiculous, but his face said that's ridiculous. Uh, and that's fine. I can take it. Um, <laughs> but, but he basically said, you know, our focus is completely on tomorrow. Not sure. even thinking about sure. next Thursday sure. uh, in terms of the Galaxy game here. Meanwhile, Freddie Montero gave a really detailed answer about the mentality, about the messaging, about the thought process going into Thursday's game. Uh, so what is the thought process when you are leading 3 nothing going into that second leg? Well, I think in general terms, you look, you're preparing as if you go into a hostile environment, which you are. It's an away game, so the mentality of playing on the front foot is not necessarily there. You've got to absorb some pressure. I think the game... 
uh, last week on Tuesday when the Sounders scored three, could have scored more, will give them confidence. Right, you know, they know that they can catch Leon on the break. They know that they're going to have waves of pressure they're going to have to deal with. But they also know that if they can absorb that pressure, win the ball and play quickly out from that pressure, which they certainly did so well last Tuesday to create all those chances, they have the speed and the athleticism and the attacking half of the field to cause Leon problems. There's going to be space because Leon is going to come out from the first whistle and they want to get the crowd behind them. They want to get momentum because as soon as you get that, then one can turn into two in the mindset of a team like that. So what, what the Sounders have now is experience. Not just experience in terms of MLS playing games, but experience playing in Central America, playing in Mexico, whether players who grew up there have that experience. But you look at JP, even like Oriaga, Stefan Fry, certainly you mentioned him, Montero at the top of, top of the team, Ruznak has played many games, Christian Roldan over 250, Jordan Morris, sixth year with the Sounders, national team experience, playing all over the world. I don't have any question on the experience, and the Sounders will have to, at points during that game, really rely on that experience and that leadership. And it's all going to be about time management, game management. When they can slow the game down, they need to slow it down. They don't need to run to get a throw. And there's no rush to take a free kick or a goal kick, right? What they do have is the ability to slow it down. What Lyon don't have is time. Mm -hmm. They're going to be playing at a pace to try and get those three goals. And don't forget, the Sounders get one goal, it counts double. It's the old you know, far, yeah. uh, away goal rule. So if the Sounders get one, Leon have to score five. Five, yeah. So you'd have to think, if the Sounders can nick a goal based on Tuesday, the evidence of Tuesday night and the chances that Sounders did have, they'll feel confident they can get a couple of chances at least. The question is, can they put those away? And with one goal, I think that game's that game come, goes out of reach of Leon. Yeah, because, I mean, if the game is open early and if Leon are getting after it, and, yeah. and that's where, you know, early game legs for a guy like Jordan Morris, right? That's when it, you want to see that burst because if you can hit him on a transition, then you can, if you go up one nothing at that point, all bets right. are off. And, and I think it's, as you go to MLS, sometimes you play a little bit more conservative. You're also ready to step on the gas right. and play on the front foot. What you don't want to do is go into a bunker style. Well, all of a sudden, mm. even if you play three in the back or four, they sit way back and way deep. You from just, the start was what you're saying. From the start, yeah. yeah but anytime. And you get waves of pressure. And at some point, that becomes you know, difficult to break down, yes. But it becomes a very long, long evening <laughs> for the Sounders players because all they're doing is playing defense, playing defense. They need to have that balance between absorb pressure, play two nice banks of four if they play in a 4-4-2 in a four, four, or 4-2-3-1, play a little bit more conservative, a little bit deeper, but then get ready to pounce because right. that's where I think the Sounders are going to really benefit on Thursday night. But if they go up one nothing, then you can absorb those waves because you they have to score five. It, it, they have to score five. Inevitably, there's going to be more space. You keep yeah. Jordan Morris maybe a little bit higher. He's your outlet. Maybe he pivots up to the central spot because you know if you get the ball deep, Jackson Reagan hit a great pass in one of his first touches yeah. right into Freddie Montero down the channel. If you've got Jordan Morris or even Christian Roldan, we know what he can do in behind as well. Just dink it in the corners. Knock it in the channels. Just, that allows your back four to push up. And it allows the pressure in the attacking half of the field. Right here on Sports Radio 1090 KJR on Thursday, pre-match at 5 o'clock, kickoff at 5.30, Sounders at Club Leon in the second leg of the CONCACAF Champions League quarterfinals. They're trying to get to the semifinals, which is the furthest they've ever gone in this tournament. A reminder that no Major League Soccer team has ever won CONCACAF Champions League as it is built right now. So the Sounders are trying to do something that no 
no team from this league has ever done. Uh, they certainly have a great shot of making that semifinals with a 3 nothing lead. So we'll talk to you on Thursday at 5 o'clock for that game. Reminder, Sounders Weekly Monday over on both Sports Radio 950 KJR AM as well as the new Sports Radio 93.3 KJR FM. Make sure to hit that preset number one, Sports Radio 93.3 KJR FM. That'll do it for the broadcast tonight. We want to thank everybody from Craig back in the studio, uh, Brenna here on site, uh, Keely, good to have you in the booth today, Danny Jackson, my name is Jackson Feltz. We thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you on Monday for Sounders Weekly, on Thursday for Sounders and Leon. Thank good, thanks again for listening. Take good care. Once again here at Lumen Field, it's a 3-2 win for your Sounders over the Galaxy. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.